This podcast will explore the role of vigilantes and civilian arrests in dealing with juvenile offenders in Queensland. Australia is a topic that raises fundamental questions about the intersection of individual responsibility, the justice system, and community safety. The principles surrounding these actions are emblematic of a larger societal conversation about the pursuit of justice, the rights of minors in conflict with the law, and the fine line between vigilantism and well-intentioned civic involvement. In Queensland, where the law clearly outlines the boundaries and requirements for citizens' arrests, particularly concerning juvenile offenders, the discussion surrounding these issues is both relevant and pressing. This essay delves into the intricate web of considerations, examining the legal framework, ethical implications, and real-world consequences of vigilantes and civilian arrests in the context of addressing juvenile criminal behavior in Queensland, Australia. In Australia, as in many other countries, the issue of at what age a child can be held criminally responsible is a topic of debate and careful legal consideration. The legal system in Australia stipulates that children under the age of 10 cannot be held criminally responsible and thus cannot be charged with a criminal offense. However, once they reach the age of 10, they can be charged with a criminal offense. This distinction raises essential questions about the age at which children become morally responsible for their actions and whether parents should be held accountable for their children's criminal behavior. Queensland and Tasmania have recently raised it to 14. The legal system's rationale behind this distinction is that children under a certain age may not have developed the cognitive and moral capacity to understand the consequences of their actions thoroughly. The legal system aims to balance the need for accountability with the recognition that young children may not fully grasp the concepts of right and wrong. It is complex whether parents should be held accountable for their child's criminal actions. Parents play a significant role in shaping a child's values and moral understanding. However, they do not always have complete control over their child's choices. Many external factors, such as peer and societal pressures, influence a child's behavior. In Australia, holding parents accountable for their child's criminal behavior is not commonly incorporated into the criminal justice system. Instead, the focus is on addressing the child's actions and, where appropriate, providing rehabilitation and support. The topic of vigilantes and civilian intervention in criminal situations is complex and contentious, and opinions can vary widely. Some argue that taking matters into one's own hands can lead to unintended consequences and potential dangers. In contrast, others believe that intervening in a crime can be a moral obligation, especially when law enforcement response is not immediate or effective. In a scenario where an individual stumbles upon a crime committed while out for a midnight walk or run, there are valid arguments on both sides. On one hand, intervening may stop a crime in progress and potentially save a victim from harm. On the other hand, untrained individuals attempting to intervene can escalate situations, putting themselves and others at risk. An example, where a man was attacked and stabbed for trying to prevent theft by a group of five juveniles, illustrates the potential dangers of intervening. While his intentions were noble, his actions resulted in a violent response from the perpetrators. This highlights the importance of considering personal safety and the potential risks when deciding whether to intervene in a criminal situation. 
Law enforcement agencies are typically trained to handle criminal incidents and have the authority to do so. However, they may only sometimes be available at late hours or in specific areas. This can create a moral dilemma for individuals who encounter a crime in progress. Ultimately, whether one is viewed as a vigilante or someone who did society a favor can depend on the specific circumstances and the outcome of their actions. It is essential to consider the potential risks, use judgment and prioritize personal safety when intervening in a crime. In many cases, contacting law enforcement and being a good witness can be a valuable way to assist without directly confronting criminals. Society's view of such actions may continue to evolve as discussions about civilians' roles in law enforcement and public safety unfold. The fact that the same offenders are repeatedly involved in criminal activities, often while on bail for previous offenses, is a concerning pattern. It suggests that the current system may not be effectively addressing the root causes of their criminal behavior or rehabilitating them. The bail system balances ensuring that individuals show up for their court dates and protecting the public from potential harm. However, when individuals repeatedly commit crimes while on bail, it raises questions about the adequacy of bail conditions and supervision. It is crucial to reform the justice system to ensure that individuals are held accountable for their actions, while also addressing underlying issues that may contribute to criminal behavior. This might involve improved risk assessments for bail decisions and more effective rehabilitation programs. Law enforcement agencies and police can work closely with the community to develop trust, gather information, and prevent crime. Engaging in community-oriented policing can be an effective way to address crime at its source. A citizen's arrest is a legal concept that permits individuals to detain someone they believe has committed a crime until law enforcement arrives. It is governed by specific legal statutes in many jurisdictions, providing guidelines on when and how citizens can exercise this right. Typically, a citizen's arrest is permitted when a person witnesses a crime, is directly affected by it, or has reasonable grounds to believe that a crime has occurred. The key here is adherence to the law and cooperation with law enforcement. Conversely, vigilantism refers to individuals taking the law into their own hands outside of established legal processes. It often involves self-appointed individuals or groups meeting out justice, often motivated by a desire to right perceived wrongs. Vigilantes operate without the authority and oversight of the law, leading to vigilante actions perceived as dangerous and reckless. The context of an incident plays a crucial role in distinguishing between a citizen's arrest and vigilantism. Being in the right or wrong place at the right or wrong time can significantly impact the interpretation of one's actions. Sometimes individuals who intervene in a crime inadvertently find themselves in harm's way or face an ethical dilemma. For instance, someone who stumbles upon a crime while in a public space may have a valid reason to act if they believe the crime poses an immediate danger to themselves or others. In such instances, they may be in the right place at the right time, acting to protect lives and property. However, vigilantism often involves individuals or groups actively seeking out perceived wrongdoers and taking the law into their own hands. This constitutes being in the wrong place at the wrong time because it often results in negative consequences, such as escalation of violence and a lack of due process. In a just and lawful society, the rule of law should prevail, 
and law enforcement agencies are responsible for ensuring public safety and investigating crimes. While citizen involvement can be essential in assisting law enforcement, it should be guided by respect for due process, legality, and proportionality rather than venturing into vigilantism. The right to protect one's home, body, and family is a fundamental principle deeply ingrained in the legal and moral fabric of societies worldwide, including Australia. However, when dealing with juvenile offenders, the issue becomes particularly complex. When protecting one's home, body, and family from juvenile offenders, the issue's complexity lies in the offender's age and vulnerability. Like many other countries, Australia has established a separate legal framework for dealing with juvenile offenders. The Youth Justice Act in different states and territories outlines how juvenile offenders should be treated, emphasizing rehabilitation and reintegration over punitive measures. In some cases, juvenile offenders may be engaged in criminal activities due to various factors, such as family circumstances, peer pressure, or personal difficulties. Treating them with an approach focused on rehabilitation and support is often more effective than punitive measures. In conducting research, it becomes evident that the offender's age influences a potential course of action when confronted with a criminal incident during a late-night exercise. If, for instance, an individual encounters a situation where a 14-year-old is involved in a stabbing, the recommended course of action is to prioritize personal safety and seek assistance from law enforcement promptly. This may involve continuing the run to a police station with the hope that it is operational and staffed by a police officer where one can report the observed incident, albeit with some uncertainty regarding the extent of personal involvement or the accurate perception of the event. However, the scenario changes if the perpetrator is an adult over 17 in QLD. In this case, it is generally within one's legal rights and moral responsibility to attempt to intervene and aid without fearing legal repercussions. The legal system often recognizes that adults are expected to adhere to a higher standard of responsibility and accountability for their actions, mainly when engaged in criminal activities. This distinction highlights the nuanced nature of legal and moral responsibilities in the face of criminal incidents contingent upon the offender's age. When dealing with juvenile offenders, the use of force in a citizen's arrest must be proportionate and reasonable. Queensland law recognizes that the age and vulnerability of juvenile offenders require a measured response. Using excessive force on a juvenile, even during a citizen's arrest, may lead to legal consequences. Force should be used as a last resort to detain the offender and ensure personal safety. Individuals who have military training and are registered as lethal weapons may possess advanced skills and capabilities, but they are still subject to the same legal framework when making a citizen's arrest and using force. Their actions must comply with the law and prioritize restraint and proportionality. It is important to note that while citizens have the legal right to make a citizen's arrest in Queensland, it is usually advisable to contact law enforcement immediately and let them handle the situation. Handling arrests is a complex matter, and law enforcement officers are trained to address such situations safely and within the boundaries of the law. Thank you for listening. This podcast was written by Peter Smith and narrated by Brian Smith. We hope you enjoyed listening.